Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. Hey, it's the Simon Says Podcast with us, the Get Up Show. I'm Sean. Charlie's there. Hello there. Maddie's over there. We just woke him up. I am, <laughs> I've been awake. Yeah, right. Off and on. <laughs> so, hey, if you want to click a subscribe and a like and stuff, we'd love it. Last time we talked, you guys thought that I was possibly overreacting because of my level of anxiety about traveling. Right. Mm-hmm. And you thought, man, <laughs> this guy really overdoes it. And then... I get to the airport and get a full-on frisk of my crotch area. Yeah, and? but the reason is quite hilarious, you in think my so? opinion. Well, you weren't just the random person that they chose? No, no, you know, you have to do the surround sound, look through your clothes, um, all nude x-ray now. And, uh-huh. But the thing is, is that if it's anything other than just clothes and body, yeah. If it's any thickness whatsoever, yeah. it flags you. Exactly. And I've, I've had that happen with like a pain patch. And they're like, they freaked out on me. You had like an icy hot patch and they saw it on yeah, the x-ray? and they're like, you need to take that off right away. Because you could have had anything under that. I wonder how much, how many endangered turtles you could have had in that patch if they wouldn't have stopped you. Well, now I wish I had done that. You know, some some tiny birds that you were smuggling. Oh, oh like that guy had all, <laughs> yeah. all the boa yeah. constrictors in his pants. Exactly. Their pants were full of pythons. Exactly. It happens. And that's why you got tagged because you could have been smuggling any number of things. So what were you smuggling? My underwear. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, man. So I get out of the thing and the guy stops me and I, that's never a good sign. And usually they'll stop you and they'll say, okay, you're cool. Go ahead. Well, this time he said, what do you have in your pocket, sir? That's nothing. Well, and then he pointed to the screen where it shows the outline of your body, the paper doll of your body. And then it's got like the spots that they tagged Right, was my whole underwear area was bright yellow the entire all the way across. He goes, sir, we have to look at your groin. He's like, I'm going to have to do, I can't remember what he called it now, some kind of a check. And I'm going to have to do it in the front and the back. I was like, okay, but you know. Couldn't you buy me a drink or something? I mean, <laughs> be, can you be gentle? Be gentle. And he said, is there any issues with, you, you know, you have any physical problems with me doing that? I was like, well, I'm a little ticklish. <laughs> he didn't laugh. No, they never do. Did not laugh. No. So he he felt me up front and back, all the way up and down my legs. He reached in my belt line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had that. Reached in my belt line all the way around. And then this was the weirdest part. They had this like wand. It looked like a giant black Q-tip, 
and they rubbed it all over both my hands yes. and then plugged it into some thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for the residue. What kind of residue? Bomb residue. You sure it's not endangered turtle residue? Any residue. Turtle residue. Well, there was no residue, so he said, okay, you're free to go. And I was like, what in the world does this? So I did a little bit of research, and I found out it was because I was wearing tight pants and big underwear. That's a fashion faux pas, if anything. Well, you Isn't can't that tell. that cake song? Yeah. I like a boy with <laughs> Look, tight pants. the TSA might not get you, but the fashion police will. You can't tell. If I'm oh, not in the all-nude x-ray, you can't tell anything about it. It's because um, the reason that it got pinged is because the fabric in the giant boxer shorts was all bunched up in mm-hmm. my tight pants. Yeah. And you keep, no, you, you keep saying, yeah, but no, you can't see it because I've, I've worn that outfit here a million times. I don't look that closely at you. We, yeah, especially right. in that area. Yeah, right. We talk about it a lot behind your back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at his bunching underwear. I used to get flagged when bedazzled jeans were mm-hmm. in style. I used to get flagged every time I went through that a woman would have to pat down my mm-hmm. booty to make sure nothing was there because my little sparkles were making yeah. the thing go off. Your affliction jeans were causing problems. Yeah, maybe maybe not affliction jeans. Not the best choice to wear going through metal detectors. Maybe. I don't know. Now, maybe. But the other thing is you sent me a text something about your your plane breaking down. Oh yeah. That was great. We got we get on the plane and everything's on time and you know the guy's bringing me a drink and I'm just so happy that I'm finally on the plane, you know about to go through my thing about if I crash, I was yeah. nice to my mom. Um, then I overhear the pilot saying, this thing will not come on. I don't know what's going on with this. I've tried it so many times. And I was like, that can't be a good sign if you mm. hear your pilot saying that. Right. Then four or five of those guys in the yellow and black vests come marching on. And one of them goes into the cockpit with the pilot and they're talking about, yeah, well, I've tried it all these times and it won't, it won't come on. And then the other four are just standing there, like clogging up the whole area. Well, that's like, what they do. What are you guys doing? It's Helping. just it's like the road crew, the the one guy who's shoveling and all yeah. the other guys watching. The yes. guy that went into the cockpit would be the first one to get fired. Right. Yeah. He was actually doing something. So what they ended up having to do was he said, we're going to power everything down and see if we can reboot. He didn't say reboot, but basically that's what they were doing. They turned everything in the plane off. <laughs> Which sounds weird. Like when you're sitting there, it sounds so strange because yeah. it goes so silent. Yeah. They called Larry. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you restart it? People don't know who Larry is. Larry, unplug it and plug it back in. Sorry. Larry is also symbolic for every single time you call customer service or support. The first thing they always tell you to do is turn it off, turn it back on. Or if you say you have a certain technical problem, his response is often, well, it shouldn't do that. That true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Larry's great. Anyway, so they turned the plane off, turn it back on, and I'm like, okay, here we go. We hadn't lost any time. Then they say, this didn't work. We're going to have to deboard. And they didn't do it on the microphone. I could hear them talking amongst themselves. Because no. you were up there in first class. It was close a tiny to plane. The cockpit. Tiny plane, though, man. It mm-hmm. was so small. You know, if you're going to do that, save it for a long trip. There's a tip for you. Save it for a long trip yeah. where you can was really. It a direct flight? Yeah. Okay. Where you can really spread out. Anyway, so the, the the flight attendant is like, "Are you going to tell them, or do I need to tell them?" And he was like, "Uh, you better tell them." <laughs> nobody <laughs> wanted to do it, so they got us off the plane. Every single person off the plane, and then they're feverishly trying to rebook people that have connecting flights and stuff. So like an hour and a half later, I'm on my next flight. Everything's cool. See, and that's where it's nice to have a direct flight. Yeah. Like, and yeah. when you oh, get yeah. that opportunity to have a nonstop, you know, like, 
there's most likely going to be, and especially because you were flying up to New York City. New, New York, York City. City! So there's a very good opportunity for you to catch another flight. Yeah. But oh, yeah. The connection, that's what happened to me with the whole, when I was coming back from Colorado, was the connection game. Yeah. Where I was like, well, we missed the connection, so now what do we do? Right. Like, well, say you're flying to Albuquerque. There's not a direct flight. you got to transfer through Houston or something. Yeah, you got to so take that left turn. There's everything right. off. Uh, and the other thing was the, I've never seen this happen before, you know, where you put your luggage into that x-ray machine, it got jammed and there was people, <laughs> there was a girl climbing up and into the x-ray trying to pull a bag out. And then they had these long hooks. Like, I don't know what they use them for. Usually it almost looks like what they use at like the gap the when clothing they're store reaching ones. way up there to get yeah. you uh-huh. your shirt. Yeah. It looked like one of those. And they're yanking on something inside the x-ray machine. And so they had to move everything out of there and put it back, you know, put it through another one. So we had to move again. And the, the guy goes, there's a bag stuck in there. Dude behind me literally said, what bag is it? What did it look like? Because he was so worried it was his. All about him, man. We're all doing this. So then we finally get through. They push everything out and a dude stops right there. He gets his bin with his shoes and his belt and everything. Mm-hmm. And he stops right there in the line to put on his belt and his shoes. Yeah. Oh gosh, That's I hate best. those people. And, you know, I don't know if he knew that my heavy sighs were about him, but then I get my stuff and I go back. Okay, listen, everyone, in yeah. case you're wondering, you grab all of your things out of the bin, you put the bin away, and you go over to the bench to they put have, your shoes back on. That's what they're for. They have tables and stuff at RDU where you can go, and I, I announced that when we got back there. I said, this is where you put on your shoes and belt. Thank you. And my daughter goes, huh. I know that. You know, a child knows it. <laughs> yeah. But overall, didn't die. So I got that going for me. That's good. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Nice. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I like that you were able to manifest some of the disasters that usually I, it's known that my family is cursed when it comes to travel issues, like mechanical issues and all that stuff. Really? To the point where my wife, if something does happen, she looks at me and like, I wish I had flown separate. Really? Um. Yeah. We've always joked about the fact that we, we it's just. I've had a good run, but then it hit me again on the Colorado trip. So it it is I, ha, I do have a pretty good track record for stuff like that happening. But the deplaning is is a neat one. Yeah, I'd never had yeah, that happen. Yeah, I've before. not had to do that. I don't I, I generally like to when they just have you sit on there and sweat for hours. Yeah. No, this was better than that. You know, they're, no, yeah, they I would much rather be deplaned yeah. than have to just sit there. I wonder what they couldn't get on. Um, the the um was it the cotton, ashtray? It was the cotton candy maker. Oh, right. Well, that's, it, it's it very come important. On. No, they realized they didn't have an ashtray on the flight. Yeah. They that's had right. to have one. They was trying it. to reboot the ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> but that you know, it was one of those little planes and every little bit of turbulence. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is oh, it. We're going I down. That. I hate that. Uh, like, like a two by two or a two by one? What the hell does that mean? So two seats, two seats, two seats, one seat. Oh, it was a two and one. It was a two and one. Two yeah. and one seat. You got first one class on a two and one? Yeah. Oh, come on, You're man. You're a maniac. Hey. Yeah. I had plenty of room. Right. That was a waste. I had look, it was it because I had plenty of room. I got drinks while everybody was walking on and they hated me. And I got as many little pink shortbreads as I could eat. All right. Well, I guess I made made it worth it. Yeah. (laughs) People back there people back there in steerage didn't get no dang shortbreads. Excuse me, ma'am. May I have another shortbread? No. But yeah, that's that's why there'll be no Christmas this year because of those <laughs> shortbreads. I spent every cent on this trip. No, sh- no Christmas, but I got those shortbreads. Yeah. So you bought first class on a plane that you didn't need it on. Yeah. And 
But you're not hearing me. I got shortbreads. I know. Yeah. I know. What are shortbreads? What are you talking about? You don't know shortbreads? No. Like the Biscoffs? You don't mean the Biscoffs, do you? No. I know what Biscoff is. What are the shortbreads? Shortbread. You you don't you really don't know about shortbread? No, I've never been in first class. No. You, we don't shortbread. Get those. What, what airline were you on? Delta. I've never had shortbread on... They but you've had Biscoff. shortbread in life. Yeah, little cookies. Yeah. No, yeah. they don't have Biscoff anymore. Oh. No. They had, I guess I haven't flown Delta in a long time. Yeah. they And uh, it was like a pink... Uh, shortbread. Why are we talking about shortbread so much? Did you guys hear about Bill Murray? <laughs> yes. You know, he was in, in production on that movie, Being Mortal, and it came to a grind and halt because they said he was inappropriate on the set. He had done some kind of inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. And so now it comes out, the latest on that is he paid $100,000 in hush money to the lady who he apparently was inappropriate with. Did you hear that? Yeah. I heard that he they settled on cash, but was it supposed to have been hush money and then it went to press? I, you know, that's the thing. Um, it said that she signed a non-disclosure agreement, also agreed to waive any legal claims that she might make against the produce, producers of the movie and Disney and everybody else. But somebody talked about it because it's all over the news. Well, there were witnesses. There was another person who saw it and also brought it to the attention of the people. So what they said happened was he was on the set of this movie we we might never see and he allegedly straddled his accuser and started kissing her body before he kissed her on the mouth although both Murray and the female staffer were wearing covid masks at the time. They say that as if to say those kisses didn't count. It's like when you do this when you put your hand over Is it your mouth, when you put your hand in between and you go make out with yeah. somebody, yeah, same thing. Well, now this sounds like a little bit more than what they were originally saying, which was that he had just said some inappropriate jokes. And I mean, then he made he's a joke. Climbing about- up all on her, then, I mean. Well, I mean, we've heard the story of what he did to Gina Davis. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually hear the rest of that. What actually happened? He just yelled at her. No, no, that's not true. When she very first came to meet the producers and everybody who was working on the meeting, on the movie, they had a meeting in a big hotel room, as they used to do back in the day, in a big suite. And she was the only female there. And Bill was being his usual jovial ha-ha-ha self. And for some reason, he had a massager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept trying to rub on her with it and saying that she needed to be rubbed. Here, take this massager. See how it feels. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And, you know, a massager. Well, you're making it dirty. It was one it of those sharper dirty. image ones. Yeah, it, and those can be dirty. And if you make the, it dirty. He made her feel very uncomfortable. Even when she said no, he kept pressuring her to do it. What movie was that? A Quick Change. Great movie. I don't remember which one. Quick was. Change is brilliant. That's the one, ready for spoilers, where he and his group, including Randy Quaid, um, rob a bank, and they've yes. got it down to the second, and uh, he's a clown. Yep. yep Bill yep, Murray's yep. a clown. And yep. Right. I, know I exactly mean, you know, about. we love Bill Murray walking on the street and popping into people's wedding pictures and all that kind of stuff. But it's common knowledge in Hollywood that he was difficult to work with. Always was. Yeah. He's too fun though. I can't, I can't but be mad I at him. I think he's can be, he's so fun. And especially in his younger days, he thought he was such a big star that he could do no wrong. But back to the thing about the, the COVID masks that, you know, yes, his lips didn't touch her lips, but does that excuse any of that behavior? Cause they're no. like, Oh, they they were wearing COVID masks. No, well, no, of course it doesn't. No, I mean, I, I, it's a lot, even with Charlie's thing about putting your hand over your mouth. I mean, just because I put a piece of paper between us, if I ran up to you and started jumping all over you and smushed my... He would like it. Yeah, I mean, you never do. 
<laughs> well, I just didn't think it would Don't, be appropriate. You've got to I mean, gotta pick someone who wouldn't like it if you did that. All right, so Charlie, if I wouldn't. <laughs> all right, now. <laughs> but again, I, I just think it's it's it goes back to what the original thing was, is that he thought he would, you know, in his mind, he's being hilarious. Yeah. And Who wouldn't just, want Bill Murray to push him down on a bed and pretend know. to kiss all over him? Yeah, I we're going to pretend to make out. But, I think that's how his mind works, but it's not. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I guess at some point you've been adored for so long, you know, and people literally worship that guy. If you've ever seen that documentary about him, people act like he's some kind of deity walking on earth. That could go to your head and make you do some stupid oh, stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think he does a lot of stupid stuff, but I think he gets a lot away with a lot of it. I think a lot of the stuff that we you know hear about him being out in public and at bars and stuff, I mean, I think if anybody else did it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, wow. Like eating fries off somebody's tray at a random Wendy's. Right, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Sean walked up and just started pulling fries off of a random person's tray, they'd call the police. Yeah, it's I, I, times have changed. And and I think well that's it, what he said and and it's not even just that it's changed I think times have caught up so it's like it's just not gonna right. fly yeah and and yeah Bill Murray or not worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You hey. need to know that it's not okay. So if you ever want to be on the podcast, please call our Simon line anytime, 336-373-0987. We love to have your calls on here. Let's see what we got. Only a couple this time. Hello, Simon. This is Trader Joe's Winston-Salem just wanting to correct Wait. your wonderful announcement with our lowest price pumpkins. Thank our p- regular pumpkins are four forty nine, and the fancy the ones are seven ninety nine. They're oh. even better hey, than bye. you thought Wait they were. This is my first day. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, Simon. This is Trader nope. Joe's Winston-Salem just wanting to correct your wonderful announcement with our lowest price pumpkins. Our p- regular pumpkins are four forty nine, and the fancy ones are seven ninety. They're even better than you thought they were. So we appreciate the shout out, and you guys are the best. Thank you so much. So that was Trader Joe's correcting the prices, but it's you know it's kind of a thing where Trader Joe's prices are exactly what he said for the pumpkins. Pumpkins are so expensive this year; it's ridiculous. I had but they're cheaper than what what we had said on the air. Well, no, the prices I gave on the air were not Trader Joe's prices. Oh. They were at another place that rhymes with but isn't smooth smiling. Hmm. Yeah. That could be anywhere. But thank you, Trader Joe's, for listening and calling. Oh, hell yeah. We appreciate that. But um, I was really surprised, you know, because that's the first time I went to that Trader Joe's. Ever. Really? Maddie's like, they know him by name there. He used to have to come across the county line to Winston-Salem to go to Trader Joe's. I've had to stop, though. It's Unfortunately, I walk into Trader Joe's and I end up buying unnecessary items. Oh, absolutely. Like what? Uh... Like, you know where it always gets me is I get over by the meat section and they'll have like this certain like, you know, marinated, you know, this things or, you know, they're the, or the spatchcock <laughs> chicken. And I'm like, you could do that at I home. I could do that myself. Right. But, but they did have it. it already frozen and they're waiting for you. And Do you want to know how sad things are in my life? How sad? Do you want to, you really want to be sad for me? Oh, yes. sure. This sounds fun. When you brought up the spatchcock chicken, because you know, that's how I do them. I love to do that. They cook evenly that I've way. I've started doing that. I think because of you. So I did my roasted chicken, and then I was so excited to put the rest of that into a big pot of water to make soup, yeah. and and I was so excited, and I'm still excited right now because I did something. This is crazy. You're not going to believe this. This is the craziest thing you're going to hear. I turned it on when I went to bed last night and left it simmering all night and then turned it off this morning. That's your new thing. It's like your, um, your makeshift crock pot. Yeah. You, you know what? Mm. I'm kind of excited too. Are you excited about my soup? No, I'm excited about what I did. Oh, okay. Last, last night. I, it, here's why I don't get to have anything. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but what I'm, did you do? <laughs> it's along this. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm saying that we're very similar. You need to say, "Oh, that sounds amazing, man! I bet your house smelled wonderful." Still does. That's amazing, man. Your house. Yeah, go ahead. What'd you do? <laughs> I prepped out my dinner for tonight. Last night. So when I get home, I just have to cook it. Wow, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This is a big day for you. I know. See, you're sad too. See, that's what I'm saying. This is <laughs> that, this yeah. is why it's sad. I'm, I, I'm real worried about you guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. I also found, I threw the, the chicken bones and everything into the pot, boiled that, and then I was like, I got to have something else around here. I found a random bag of like short ribs and threw in there. Ew. And cooked them all night. What do you mean, ew? So that's going to be a rich, crazy broth by the time I get to it. This Don't evening. you have any problems with the liquid? You know, finally simmering down too, too far. It, no, because I had way lots of water in there and I had it on real low. Left it on all night. Rock and roll lifestyle. You don't I, know nothing about this. I I, I don't know why, but I have a problem with your beef, beef broth and your chicken broth mixing. It's a meat broth. No, no. no. 
The recipe calls for one or the other. There's no recipe. They're not the same. There's no recipe. It's a move. No. What a it feeling. ends up, yeah. What it ends up being is a a whole lot of flavor. It's going to be rich. Ooh, mommy. Ooh, mommy. The cows are are brothing with the chickens. Yeah, <laughs> the chickens he's, he's, are brothing with the pigs. He's just going to make a soup out of it and take everything else that's left over and put it into a pot. Why does it matter? Absolutely. I don't know. I got tons Mac of stuff going in there. Whatever I can find. Yeah, man. Whatever. All right. What else we got over here? Hey, Simon. Firing Matt Rule and the other coordinator was the best thing we could do. The next best thing is get Baker Mayfield some stilts or teach him how to do a five to seven to drop step like Drew Brees did at New Orleans, and he'll be great. But that Charlie's right. That was the right thing to do to get rid of him. He, NFL doesn't stand for National Football, Football League. It stands for not for long. Love you. Love you, buddy. See, we make one comment about a football coach, and it's like, ooh, we're talking football. Yeah. And Sean's like, wah, 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 yeah. wah, what did you say? Charlie Brown's teacher was just talking to me about some stuff. <laughs> we have to do the sports line. So your coach, go ahead. Matt Rule was fired because he had a terrible record, even though, listen to this, I wish I could sign a contract and get fired halfway through it and walk away with $800 million. $800 million. We don't have guaranteed money in anything, do we? Nothing. For the next four years, that's how much money he's supposed to get. 800 That's Robert Plant money. Yeah, my um, actually, <laughs> my boyfriend said that to me. He's like, well, if you got fired, they'd have to pay out your contract. And I was like, bah, ah, ah, I don't even know if you get the next payday. <laughs> no. I, so. I don't know. They may not even tell you they fired you. You just kind of show up and your hey, car doesn't excuse work. Excuse me, my key doesn't work. They might <laughs> take back last week's paycheck. <laughs> so the Dahmer thing... Everybody's watching that, and everybody's talking about it. And who else was shocked when you realized that lady on there was Molly Ringwald? I haven't watched it. Dude, not only... So she's now popped up twice, where it's like, oh my goodness, because she was in The Bear for a season. The Bear is I mean, is a, sorry, for an episode. It's a show about a, a little like restaurant in Chicago, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And But again, it took me a minute, even when you said it, I knew, okay, so you would post on Facebook, oh my God, Yeah. I think, did you say, oh my God, it's Molly Ringwald? Yeah. I knew exactly what part you had gotten to in the <laughs> show and I knew what you were watching. Yeah. I didn't know what that referred to because I haven't watched Dahmer yet. So she plays his stepmother well, and spoiler. she marries, well, it, it's not that bad of a spoiler. I mean, it's not like, I mean. But now I won't spoiler, be surprised. No, spoiler, he gets arrested. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I didn't recognize her. No, I didn't either. But then after I realized who it was, totally couldn't stop realizing who it was you I know. know you see her and you realize it's her and it's like oh yeah i got it now well you oh, know yeah what? that's you you're allowed to be you again you know what i thought was interesting is his, the guy who played his dad has been playing dads for years yes like he was the dad in stepbrothers <laughs> he's the only dad no he I mean, but he's been playing a dad yeah. like, to the point where it's like he's playing himself younger and older and it's like you're always just d- dad he's all and when he's not a dad he's like a general or a big boss of something. He's always an authority figure in yeah. every role. But you're right. It's often a dad. The thing that I, I, I read an article that said has the, I'm just going to call it murder porn. Because, you know, I don't know what you call that genre. It's a fascination with murder. Yeah. yeah. Somebody did an article about has it jumped the shark? Is this one where it went too far? And, and is it going to go away now? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's a true crime thing, and it's just telling the story of it. And I don't, I know it's disturbing, and I know it's upsetting, but it really happened. It's history. 
Yeah, but what I took away from it more than anything was less about glorifying what he did and more about really opening your eyes about the victims, yeah. right. which was something where I didn't even know anything. Like I knew a little bit about the case, you know, because it's been so long, but um, it really like a couple episodes, it really digs in on like who these people really were. Right. And they and didn't that, do that at all at the time when then, it happened. And mm-hmm. then that kind of becomes the real narrative towards, you know, as, sure. as the show wraps up. Yeah. And I think that's the important part. It was like, the only problem is, is that the show's called Dahmer, you know? Well, the, the thing that bothered me, like I, I made it through it. I was surprised that I started watching it. And then I was surprised that I finished it because stuff like that just hurts my feelings. You know, oh, yeah. I was glad it wasn't super gross. I thought it was going to be grosser now. I'm glad it wasn't. No. The worst. You you going to watch it? I'm going to. Yeah. Dang. So, well, this no, is a. No, I want to. So don't ruin. I mean, just no, don't don't ruin it for people who are going to watch it. Some of us just haven't gotten around to it yet because we don't sit at home at night boiling chicken bones for the next day's soup. We have things to do. Every person I know has seen it. Every except I for you. I haven't had time. Every and, person well, I know. Okay. Tell me something. Should a 15 year old boy be watching it? I sure. wouldn't. Well, then. That's oh, why we haven't watched it. We've got a kid in the house. I called my dad when I got done. I was like, Dad, I just want to tell you how disappointed I am that you didn't take me out to go pick up Roadkill. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I did. I Well, I told him, I'm like, I just watched a real tender, heartwarming show about a father and his son. <laughs> it made me think of you. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? After he was arrested, convicted, in prison, his dad would come visit and still hug him and say, I love you. And he would cry and apologize. It's hard, man. I mean, would that's you, a kid. Would you be able to do that? It's your kid. You got to. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think the key was that he thought that there was some salvation there, you know, that he wasn't a bad kid. I and, mean, you guys are both fathers. You, you would, I don't think it would matter what your kids did. You'd still I don't know. love them. I don't yeah. know. Mine says the wrong thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm ready still, to go. I mean, I know she leaves her inside out pants and her underwear all over the house, yeah. but still, she's your daughter. That's right up there with what he did. <laughs> it's getting right there on the edge. I'll just say this. There's a part of it late in the show in one of the last episodes where they they bring in some other character that is not part of the story at all and to me it was just a grab it was just that it was just to shock you and that was surprising and and more than anything i I, yeah i think to show the parallel between the two and maybe how their timelines overlap but yeah they just did that to be even more sensational and for it it to uh, be a shock yeah but i think that went too far i think though when they're making something like that they don't know for sure how the show is going to grab audiences and so they throw something like that in there because they're like, well, I mean, if nobody's watching it, maybe if they hear about this being in it, they'll watch it. They didn't really, you, know, you never know when you put something out there how the audience is going to receive it. So now you see that as something that was unnecessary, but at the time they were making it, they might have thought they needed that extra little thing. Mm, there was plenty of things. <laughs> There's a lot of things and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis is still beautiful. Yes. Man, she is just... I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. She was in Trading Places. You know. What was the movie she was in with John Travolta? Oh, that was one where he was a photographer. It was perfect. Yes. Perfect. And she was the aerobics instructor. You don't remember that at all, do you? I mean, I know it was a thing. Oh my gosh, you need to watch it. It was... It was um, You're the closest the, thing to perfect that I've the, ever all seen. All the young oh, boys yeah. were really into Jamie Lee Curtis, basically for that movie. She says... Her tip for women 
and men, I guess, who are getting to a certain age is don't mess with your face. Don't get plastic surgery. I hear you. That is that is so many times where you see someone, and and I get it. I understand that idea of wanting to like maintain a certain level, but who has overdone it. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, what did you do? Well, I mean, but some people are blessed with great genes. Some people just have drier skin and age faster. I, I am not against a little boop, boop here and a boop, boop there. Yeah, well, but she, it's when you, when you go to the right, point of sure. like. I want to look like myself just 10 years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think of like Meg Ryan. I want to look like a cartoon cat. No, yeah. I Can don't. you make that happen? No. I want to look surprised at all times. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she said, Jamie Lee Curtis said that once she got Botox and she said, did it make the wrinkles go away? Yes. But then I looked like a plastic figurine. So she's like, just go with it. Let it happen. It's easy for her to say she's still beautiful and really hasn't aged that much. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I get it, but I don't. I don't think she's that hot. She's still hot. I think she's still beautiful. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. What, women? Yeah. <laughs> women with short hair. And so this Halloween, they're alluding to, in this next Halloween movie that's coming out, Yeah, that she and Michael are going to die in it. Halloween ends. See? She just said it. I never saw the originals. You never None saw of them? I've never seen Halloween. <gasps> wow. I what? was actually trying to find it. You know, I was trying to find, uh, I have never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's not and great. I never saw the remake. Um, there's a bunch of them I never saw. You ever see Hills Have Eyes? No. Nope. Oh, that's horrible. The first one or the new one? Because it, it first came out in the 70s. The first one. Yeah, well, the new one is way worse. I don't think I saw I that didn't. one. Or I might have seen pieces and didn't want to watch it. Yeah, you did. If you I, saw it, for I pieces. Was a, I, was a, <laughs> I was a scared little boy. I, I didn't. I, oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. So, and it took me, like, even as I got older, I did not like scary movies. And it's not until more recently where I can I can do it. But at the same time, like, now I get really into, like, the Conjuring movies. Like, those, I love And those are those. scary. Those, those are actually are, scary. Yeah, those yeah. freak me out. Because I also like it when they're based in reality. Yeah. There's that new... to say that Jason Voorhees is not reality. That's Friday the 13th. I know. But it's a horror movie that he doesn't watch. I have seen that one. But I haven't seen all, like, I haven't seen all of them. Like, I don't I, remember I, when I first saw the original Halloween, but I do remember that my older cousins showed me the Friday the 13th movies. Those are two... When I hit the limit on those and stopped watching them was one of those Freddy Kruegers, one of those nightmares. It was like the second or third one. I was like, all right, that's it. That's too much. I'm yeah, done I with this. Yeah, I made it up to about three or four, which yeah. was the Dream Warriors one. I don't know. That had Dockin on the soundtrack. Yeah, I was like, it did. Yeah, Dockin! But you say you were a scared little boy and you didn't do those movies? Uh-huh. How about this? You guys remember the movie Alligator? It yeah. came out in like 79 or 80, I think, maybe, yeah. around in there. It was in the sewer. About a giant alligator in the sewer that came out and crushed cars and ate people. Yeah. So a whole group of us, my mom drove a whole group of us to the Henderson Mall to see it at the cinema. And we're in line, and there's the sign up there, the big movie poster with the alligator on it. And I'm getting more and more worried while we're the seconds go by. <laughs> it's like the telltale heart beating in my ear while I'm standing there waiting to go in the movie and all my friends are excited and getting ready to get scared, getting ready to get their popcorn, I spun on my heel and walked home. <laughs> you didn't even like pick the what? other movie? There was, wow. there was only one. Is that the only one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, walked home because I was too scared to go into the movie Alligator. How did how did that how was the fallout of that? Nah, nothing. No one said anything? No one wow. even noticed he was gone. Nah. <laughs> It was a long walk, but I was like, I am not going to go in there and see this scary alligator. Did that begin your fear of sea monsters and things oh, no. in the water? Always had that. Mm -hmm. Always had that. That's probably why you walked home. 
Speaking of that, oh, you guys want to do the roundup? I, you had one. Speaking of sea monsters, yeah, there was a somebody was putting up a TikTok, and they were like, "Did you see this mystery on Google Earth?" And they showed, and it was like from space, a giant, like what did they call it? It's a, a giant serpent, Titanoboa, a giant snake skeleton, and they're like, "It's enormous," and the receding water has revealed it, and it was huge. It was like uh, four hundred fifty meters, or whatever. I think that's over. Oh, exaggeration it turned out it was an artist's uh it was an art exhibit <laughs> get out of town it wasn't even a real giant snake no. seems serpent thing <sighs> no, well, was... what about the guys who slapped the shark wait oh that that one that was real so there's some uh fishermen in the gulf of mexico and their boat went out like on a sunday or on saturday night or mm -hmm. saturday and they were just barely able to get a, a rescue like a send a, a pin out on their phone before the signal died, by the time a Coast Guard showing up, they were literally beating off the sharks. Like, and they were being not not at right <laughs> as they were being pulled out of the water. They, they got, were like bit they up. They were a bit. beating the sharks away. You mean? Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> These the sharks one. followed me on land. <laughs> this shark loves me. <laughs> it's, it's a shark story hole. Once upon a time. <laughs> da, 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 da. But yeah, no, it, that's crazy to me because you see all these movies about, you know. Well, you didn't even tell the story. So they what? they call for the rescue, and when they get there, they realize that these guys have been slapping these sharks to the point where their hands are all oh, cut up. I didn't see that. Yeah, I they man. Were cut up. I thought they were cut up because they've been bitten, bit on. By the shark. <laughs> beating them on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, I heard How that shark skin that? is real rough. All right. What about you? You got anything you want to share with the clash? Oh, my gosh. Well, this would be this would go under the is it ironic category. There was a this supermarket had a life size cardboard cut out of a policeman mm -hmm. that they had put near the door to fend off shoplifters. It got stolen. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew a guy. I knew a guy in Miami who one time went in the Mr. Grocer, which was the beer store down there, mm -hmm. and they had the Miller Lite girl was this beautiful Latina girl who is in her jeans and her red shirt, and she's got a six-pack of Miller Lite cans. She's hanging over her shoulder like this. A guy went in there and tried to steal it, but it was like it wouldn't budge. Like the, the bottom of it is stuck underneath all these cases of beer, and it wouldn't budge. And so he thought about it for a second, and then he just lifted her up out of the pedestal and walked out of the store with her. <laughs> there was someone I know had a and had they lived happily ever after. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? Go ahead. <laughs> I was wondering. What She's quiet. She's she keeps to herself back Hi. there. <laughs> she never shared that beer with me. No, I know somebody who had Kathy Ireland at some point. For real? Is that real? Yeah. Well, I've got John Bon Jovi in my office. She does. Oh, that's true. She stole it from Mr. Grocer. We, and we I used, used to have, have Dale Jr. Uh, we had Captain Kirk for a minute, but then he got ruined. Oh, yeah. I had the Three Stooges, um, all three of them in their like graduation attire, and I gave it I gave it to somebody here. Somebody here, was their uncle was real into them. And so, oh, yeah? Yeah. Actually gave away a Stooges item. So that's about it. We're about out of time. If you ever want to be part of the podcast, we would love it. Call 336-373-0987. And don't forget about our radio show at 987simon.com. There's a listen live on there. We got Bet You Won't Play It Friday with requests coming up in a couple days. 
Final thought, Charlie, what's on your mind? Do not wear your big baggy boxers under your skinny pants. I have to. Maddie? You got to wear gloves if you're beating up sharks. <laughs> Next time. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.